The automobile is one of the most important inventions that revolutionized the modern world. In America, the rich history of car culture runs deep as technology continues to shape the future of the industry. Jason Stein, former publisher of Automotive News, is here to share the stories of people passionate about cars, from industry leaders and innovators to car-obsessed celebrities. Buckle up as Jason takes you inside the boardroom, onto the track, and around the bend on Cars and Culture on Sirius XM Business Radio. Welcome to Cars and Culture. I'm Jason Stein in Detroit. There aren't many opportunities in life to live out your dream on one stage, then take your interest, devotion, and talent to another stage. Or to walk off one of the largest stages in the world, performing for thousands, serving as an opening act to some of the biggest names in music, and creating a cult following, then walk into a business that has boundless additional energy. Rob Dickinson knows the journey. His story is the stuff people dream about perhaps even write songs about. Remember the band Catherine Wheel? If you were raised in the 1990s, in England or outside of it, you surely remember this. decade as the lead singer of Catherine Wheel, Dickinson and his mates from England created a huge following in the musical industry, opening for the Smashing Pumpkins, rubbing elbows with the Gallagher brothers of Oasis, and leaving a mark on British rock. And then it ended. In an amicable departure, not a breakup, he's quick to say, Dickinson started out on a venture to restart and reshape his own career, this time where his other passion resided, in Porsches. Based in Los Angeles, Singer Vehicle Design was born. The company takes historic Porsche 911s and modifies them beyond anyone's dream. Its motto is, everything is important. A reference to the design philosophy in which no aspect of the car is overlooked and even the smallest details are enhanced. Singer brings drool-producing daydreams to real life. And not just any 911s, but the cars that started life as the penultimate of the air-cooled 911 line, the 964 models, made from 1989 to 1994. Now, as Singer Vehicle Design powers toward the end of its second decade, it's charging up to seven figures to restore models from the nameplate's air-cooled golden era and turning them into the ultimate 911. It's a magnificent tale of transformation you could even write a song about. Not that Rob Dickinson is doing that anymore, at least not yet. Today, in a rare interview, he talks about his career arc, his passion for Porsches, and his influence on culture. And he even breaks a little news. Yes, Singer Vehicle Design is going into turbos next, but we'll let him talk about that. Porsches design a long list of wealthy celebrities as clients and a rock and roll past. The Singer story comes up next. Hi, this is Rob Dickinson, and this is Cars and Culture with Jason Stein. Rob, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Jason. Uh, pleasure to be here. So I want to start off with a line that came from a magazine quote from uh, a few years ago. I think it sums it up well. It talks about the seductive $600,000 plus supercars coming out of Singer Vehicle Design in Sun Valley started out as decades old Porsche 911s before being rebuilt by singer founder and Porsche fanatic Rob Dickinson to a standard of mechanical and aesthetic excellence that even the car maker itself never imagined. <laughs> you agree with that? <laughs> Would they agree with that? <laughs> um, I think you'd have to ask Porsche that, but um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I think Porsche have aspired to the, um, to the same level of excellence that, that, that we aspire to for, for, and that's why they're still around and that's why they're so brilliant and that's why they're so loved. And, uh, you know, that, that was certainly an inspiration to us. Um, I, I think um, trying to execute a vision as exquisitely um, as possible, I think um, it's, it's, it was certainly our mantra when we started. Um, um, that 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 sense of, uh, of of showering this 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 icon with extravagant love, I think is I, I think uh, in my mind twelve years ago was a very worthy thing to 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 do, and um, it looks like other people think the same way too. So it's 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 pretty awesome. It's unbelievable to imagine that it has been a dozen years. 
I mean, for you to for you to step back and, and and think about that journey over the course of the last twelve years has got to strike some pretty amazing emotions inside of you now. Yes, I mean, it, it has. I mean, we're not we're not um, we're not great at, 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 at victory laps or, or, or looking over our shoulder and, and looking at what we've what we've done. We, we, we've I'm, I'm, and I'm coming to terms with, with whatever it is we have done. Um, you know, and it, it, it's it's just been a roller coaster of, of of a journey and um i mean people say we've had overnight success and of course everyone who's had apparent overnight success it hasn't it's never been overnight success has it it's it's, it's always it's always been a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, a lot of time and effort um but no i mean it, it it we we have arrived at a place where um i never imagined we would there i i would be lying to say that this was some kind of uh, grand plan that that we're that we're enjoying at the moment it isn't I, I i the only thing i knew for sure um 12 years ago was that that this was a good idea well i was convinced <laughs> about it anyway um and um and uh, for someone who sometimes doesn't listen to our, their intuition as much as they should or certainly hasn't done so in the past as much perhaps as much as they should this was one aspect um where I had no, absolutely no doubt that um, something good would happen from reimagining and celebrating the most important sports car in, in, in the manner that uh, I had in my mind. And uh, I didn't know that it would come to this, but I knew something good would come from it. I think that, that, that was the, uh, that was certainly the, uh, the beginning and the end of our business plan. If we had one 12 sure. years ago, which we didn't, it was just a, a voyage of faith and, um, and passion, I guess. You also had faith, passion, and obsession, I would argue. And there's an obsession and attention to detail that I think lies behind your careers, both in music as well as automotive design. And I want to go back to something that you've said before. As a musician, you chased perfection. You felt that you had important groundbreaking music to try to make. And the only route to get there was to take the time, chase the right sound, work, rework, until you had something that you wanted. I'm guessing those same principles would equally apply to what you've done here. Yes, yes, they do. Um, and I, 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 I guess it's, um, yes, it, 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 it is. I, I do like things to be correct. Well, <laughs> <laughs> whatever correct is, I, I do like things to, I, I hate I hate it when potential hasn't been realized. Um, um, I like things to be as good as they can possibly be. Um, I do have obsessive compulsive disorder. I, 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 uh, I, I realized, I realized I, I did technically have that when I, when I, when I thought back for a moment, this was a couple of years ago and think, yeah, at the age of seven, I did used to go around our house back in England and and check every faucet or tap was turned off <laughs> at, at before I could go to sleep. And I had to do it twice. And I and I and it never occurred to me that it was anything particularly weird, but of course it's a, it's obviously a telling sign of, of 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 some kind of OCD. I don't think I've got it particularly badly, but I've certainly got it badly enough to to, to start a rock band and to start a car company. So um, make of that what you will. But yes, it, it it is. I hate things that aren't as good as they can be. Um, I think is is is, is perhaps a, a way of, of 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 putting it in a nutshell. You also have said that the road from rock music to reimagining Porsche 911s has been a long one. And you spent those 10 years in music utterly fanatical about the band Catherine Wheel and the music that you were making. And then you get to a point where you realized, as, as you said, you felt that you had made all, you had said everything that you wanted to say musically. Is that the gist of it? Kind of the gist of it, yes. The, the, the band lasted for a very neat 10 years from, from 1990 to 2000. Um, then then I, 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 did feel that, I did feel I had some more music in me. I, I mean, the band, the band stopped. We'd had enough. We'd had enough. We, we still liked each other as, 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 as friends, but the idea of, 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 of um, another... 18 months of making another record that we had no passion for and was would be a contractual obligation record and then touring mercilessly as we used to that held little appeal at that point for all for all of us and um 
and I think that every band has its natural arc. Um, I think we've reached our our nadir or our apex or whatever the whatever the, the correct <laughs> metaphor is. Um, and we weren't going to at that point. I, I hasten to say at that point we weren't going to make a better record than we'd made before. And that for me was, I think for all of us was a, was a good reason to stop. That's not to say that we won't return, um, but that's 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 a whole other conversation. Um, then I went and made a record of my own, which I'm very proud of, which is which is mm-hmm. which is what brought me to Los Angeles in 2003, and which what which is what brought me indirectly to singer. So um, so it, it was it was a, a fortuitous having fallen in love with California in the early 1990s when the band first started playing here. Um, to come back and make a record here and then finally live here was all, all seemed rather neat and correct. And um, I certainly find myself in on in the right corner of planet Earth to do what I want to do, whether it's music or or dream about cars. And to, you know, to suck up that rather cliched, but very, very true Californian spirit of anything is possible. And, well, um, and um, you know, singer is an absolute function and result of California in, in, in its car culture, in its sunshine, in its optimism, in its um, willingness to accept new ideas, in its willingness to dream. And um, none of this would have happened if I'd have stayed in England. I, I, yeah, I, the, I, I, the encouragement to dream. The encouragement um, to dream, well, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I often... I find myself saying that Los Angeles is sometimes mindlessly optimistic, you know, <laughs> which, which is, which is, it, it's the, it's the town of, of, of fantasy, isn't it? And it's the town of, 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 of even if something isn't real, you can pretend it's real. And then suddenly, if you believe it's real enough, suddenly some things can become real. And, and, um, and you don't get laughed at when you're trying to tell your friends that you're going to do, try and do something that's a bit unusual or a bit ambitious. It's like, Oh, that's cool. You know, because they they're here trying to do something probably equally as unusual and ambitious as well. So you're with like-minded people. The sun is shining. There's a joint to smoke, and uh, and, and and the sky's the limit. You know, so um, and and this is what I needed. Um, I needed sunshine, and I needed optimism. I needed hope. And um, so coming to, to coming to LA to make my solo record, um, which I did in 2003. Um, that that was the end of me making music and that really was my um okay this is as good as i can do it if the, you know if if uh if 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 and i was 45 then and felt that i didn't necessarily want to be rocking and rolling forever at, at that age and um my passion for cars had had maintained throughout the the, the 15 or 16 years of, of making music Thank goodness, because suddenly I had a second passion and this idea uh, for singer, which grew from a car that I that I that I restored and modified myself when I got to when I got to L.A. in 2003 um, has given me this, I guess, a second act, for want of a better term, and and, and something something that um, I've had a fever grip on for for another 10 or 12 years, just like just like I did music. And it's the, it's the only way I can function, really. I'm not very good at um multitasking <laughs> i'm not very good at uh, I, I, I hear a lot about people who have seem to have projects on the go here and they're working with these people over there and this i mean it blows my mind i'm i mean I, I i i'm totally incapable of that it's just it's tunnel vision for me and and i've got something if there's something that's um in my mind to achieve it's like uh, everything else falls by the wayside and that's all i can do so that's that's and that's of course been singer for the last 12 years so let's go back to the modified 911. And while you had worked at Lotus and you had worked with a gentleman named Peter Stevens, who's the man behind the McLaren F1 and the Lotus Esprit, and you had worked with Julian Thompson as well uh, while you were at Lotus, is it? It's not exactly intuitive that that just because you landed at LAX and saw the sunshine and wanted to live uh, in in a in a land of optimism that you could start modifying vehicles that then would lead to where we are today. There's a bridge there, isn't there, Rob? Well, 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 well the bridge, the, the bridge is a, a deep, almost fervent and rather uncomfortable obsession with cars um, from, from the age of five. And, and, and then I picked up the guitar at the age of 14 
Um, so it's been cars and music, cars and music, cars and music. And then, you know, I, I, I studied at um, Coventry to become a car designer. Um, I didn't finish that course because my band was doing quite well. And I kind of had a hiatus from, from university. Uh, Polytechnic, as it actually, as it was, it was Coventry Polytechnic, it's Coventry University now. It's a fantastic, one of the one of the few uh, automotive industrial design courses that 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 I luckily managed to get on, and learned a lot there. But realised that I kind of the music was kind of taking over. Um, uh, I, I I was living um, on the east coast of England near Norwich, which of course is where where Lotus are based, and I, I thought during my hiatus. To, to, to explore the mu music further. Um, I might try and get a job and Peter Stevens, wonderful Peter Stevens, who's a total hero of mine, um, gave me a job um, sitting next to um, Simon Cox and Julian Thompson, two absolute rock stars of, 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 of car design. And you can imagine what I learned there um, during that experience. Um, um, and then my band got a recording deal and then that was it. So, so that that's if any bridging went on. That's that that was that was that was the bridge, and then and then um, clearly the allure of rock of 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 rocking and rolling was pretty strong. And I think it's in many ways it might have saved my love of cars. I think if I'd have pursued a, a proper career in car design, my passion for cars may have may have may have left me. It all would have um, been too serious, wouldn't it? Well, it would have been getting a job doing doing yeah. doing your doing your hobby which i guess you could you could argue that you know getting a record deal and and and, and being in a band is, is 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 exactly that but it didn't feel like that um so throughout throughout the years of making music you know i was voraciously buying all the magazines that i've been buying since the age of five and was dreaming and scheming and trying to save money to buy this and that and and uh, so so it never went away and and then uh, i had a i had a very small i had a couple of Porsches in england uh, at the end at the end of the of the decade in 2000 that that i had um one of which was a was a quite a rare 911 that i'd spent a lot of time and money restoring to original specifications and once i finished doing that all i wanted to do was modify it and perfect it or change it, and that was a that was a very telling moment for me. So when I when I finally rocked up in Los Angeles in two thousand and three, I sold those cars and used the money to make my own perfect nine eleven, which allowed me total freedom, total Californian free spiriting, hot rodding, do what you want to do because there are no rules. And I made my own perfect little nine eleven, and that car which we which we call the Brown Bomber, which is sitting in the, in the design studio right now, is um, was the genesis of, 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 of Singer. That was the car that I, li I was living in West Hollywood. I was making music. I was pretending I was Steve McQueen. I was pretending I was James <laughs> Dean. I had, a, I had a car that I'd drive out to Willow Springs and do track days and do autocrosses with. I'd take it to my favorite bars and restaurants and hang out with my friends and the, the car and the car. Uh, the, I, I joined a group called the R group, um, which is a, a fabulous uh, group of guys that uh, are like-minded in, in, uh, in restoring and, uh, and modifying old Porsche 911s and learned a lot and stole a lot of ideas from those guys. And um, just, just submerged myself in the Porsche California culture um, for five or six years, seven years, and 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 this idea slowly came to me through 2005, 2006. By about and by 2007, I was absolutely obsessed, obsessed with this idea of creating a perfect or restoring and modifying a 911 to some sense of definitive presentation is that air-cooled era from 1964 to 1989 is there a is, is there is there a greatest hits car is there a car that sums up that era that has been as to be you know if, if an alien came down from from planet zog and said what the hell are you guys so excited about the porsche 911 for and i showed them my car and they'd go oh <laughs> they would get yeah, it i get it <laughs> right and we get it
well, it is beautiful said... and it drives like this and the yeah. gear change feels like this and the brakes are like this and the Fuchs wheels look like this and the stance is like this and the colors is like that. It would, it, it would encompass this, this magnificent piece of German engineering, which, um, which, which uh, into some sense of uh, perfection and in, in, in certainly in my mind and I, I couldn't shake it. And, um, and we went and, um, I was foolish enough to 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 uh, ask for the help of my soon-to-be father-in-law, uh, Glenn Chang, who fa- founded Singer with me, and and gave me some money to go and build my dream car, and he, and I did, and here we are. You said you didn't care how much the car cost. You knew that if you could make it look good enough, you'd want it. Customers would want it, and they wouldn't care if they had to pay more money for it. That was kind no, of no, and and this 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 is this is the philosophy of Singer, really. I mean, Singer is a philosophy sounds a bit pious and pompous maybe but it is and it's and it's and it's and it's and it's one of i don't care what it's going to cost to get the result that i want i want it which means other people will want it i mean it's a desperately dangerous um uh uh, proposition to, to 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 hang a business on isn't it you know build it and they will come but for whatever reason, I, you know, I'm, I'm filled, uh, not always filled with confidence, but I was filled with a lot of confidence that people will get this. I didn't know to what extent people would get it, but if that sense, if that sense is, if, if you are searching for genuine, true magnificence, and you can, even if you fail, but you manage to communicate that in whatever you are trying to make magnificent, and in, and in your language and your communication, people will, will respond. Uh, because that they'll respond that they know they're not being hoodwinked. They'll respond because they're not being bullshitted. And they'll respond that there is an absolute madman trying to do something that probably he's not charging enough for that I want that I want to at least investigate. And 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 then of course it's like, is it good enough? And then of course that's when we, we, you know the the one book I've read on breeding, building a brand, which was. Uh, the first chapter, I only got through the first chapter, it says you cannot advertise your way to, 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 to creating a brand. You have to have to have other people tell the world that, that you're brilliant was something that... Um, Word of mouth. The, 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 that third-party validation was something that we took extremely seriously. Singer have never advertised and never will. Um, and I knew that the only way that we could, I could prove my bullshit <laughs> or prove that, uh, or prove would be to give it to the kind of people who don't bullshit and who tell the world whether something is crap or something is good. And, and we, we knew we had to, we had to create and restore a 9-11 in, in a way that Chris Harris, Jay Leno and Top Gear and all the people have said nice things about our work would appreciate. And I knew exactly how good the car needed needed to be. I knew exactly how good it needed to be, and we did, we did as a team. And as the as the team grew, and and Maz joined the 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 the, the company, and we had more. We had I, I had a, a a greater group of people around me who believed that what I believed. We we managed to we managed to to to, to produce this car that that hit those marks, but um um. And I look back on it now and I think, well, it, uh, that, that seemed pretty simple. It wasn't simple at all. It was t- absolutely terrifying, but always terrifying from, from distractions and difficulties, not from questioning our, our, our proposition. We never questioned our proposition, which, was, which is, which is uh, you know, a, a pursuit of excellence at all costs. And if it has to be expensive, we're sorry. Um, and if that's the only thing we have if that's the only thing we have to apologize for well you know i can't afford what 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 the cars that we build well someone else will and that will lead to good things and 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 we live vicariously through our clients who of course are the collaborative glue that that uh that 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 allows us to exist restored reimagined reborn is how your work is described and You've said before, you take a client's tired 9-11 and breathe new life into it, ready for a thrilling second act. I mean, this is like I'm reading sheets of music here, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I want you to just tell the story just for a moment about why the 9-11, because, of course, it's been there. There are folks who do wonder. Uh, The story is well known if you know Rob, and it goes back to a, a family holiday. Uh, when you were, um, uh, you know, a, a, a small age. boy, right? A, a tender age, exactly. Yes. Well, well, it's it's my my wonderful parents 
from 1970 to 1985, which is when I stopped going on vacation with them, were both teachers. And that means in England that the summer holidays, the summer vacations are six weeks long. From 1970 to 1985, we would jump in whatever car we had and we would drive to the south of France and we would camp for six weeks in the south of France. And it was utterly idyllic. My parents were reasonably not well off and we would we would trundle down. We started at the first the first two, the first 1970 to 1973. We were in a red Volkswagen Beetle. Um, India a, red, uh, India India red VW Beetle. Goodness me, Jason! Jason, you've certainly done some homework. Well done. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, towing towing a trailer full of Heinz baked beans and a tent <laughs> on the top. And 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 good uh, image. So 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 what these trips to the Riviera um, did was utterly inspire and light a fire in a very young mind of the magnificence of the European sports car. So I fell in love with Alpines. I fell in love with Fassel Vegas. I fell in love with Poirs. I fell in love with Citroens and Peugeots and Renaults. My father was a total Francophile after the, v after the VW Beetle, which was clearly a bit of a blip. Uh, we, we, uh, we, the, 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 the first, great wonderful memory of of, of my uh, another memory of mine of 1973 is my father taking delivery of a new Renault 16 TS mm. white mm -hmm. Wex 7047L was the, was the registration plate and we'd go down to down to France in a little bit more comfort in our Renault 16 and i say this because the part of singer is an emotional understanding of the appeal of the road trip and the appeal of dreaming of whether you're driving through Tuscany or whether you're driving through the Riviera or whether you're driving through, uh, you know, the, the, the Pyrenees in Spain. It, 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 it's the emotional aspect of being in a fantastic piece of machinery and going somewhere. And, and this is a long-winded way of saying how, I, how my, my father introduced me to the Porsche 911 on an auto route, the A9 auto route in August 1970, mm. as mm. we were trundling along this auto route and this car came up behind us and he said, look, 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 look over your shoulders, boys, look, look what's coming up behind us. And there was this, this rather happy, smiling face, the headlights were on. And um, it, this, this, it was a, it was a metallic green 911 Targa, and it tore past us at what felt like a thousand miles an hour. And as it passed the car, I was fascinated to see that to see that the back of the car looked very, very different to the front of the car. This, this, this is my memory of, of that moment, where the front of the car, the front of an old 911, has a big, smiling, happy face, two big eyes for headlights, and a big, smiling bumper. I thought that's a that's a happy looking thing, and then as it tore past, the back of the car had this had this utterly different demeanor, which was this, as you can imagine, it was accelerating. So there was so 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 the rear wheels were under negative camber, so they were had this kind of knock need delicacy, and also rather, uh, uh, it, it just felt a bit uncomfortable. But more importantly, the the the, the rear lights were cross eyed. The rear lights of a 911 look kind of cross-eyed because of yeah. the way that the lights are, and 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 it, and of course it was it it looked angry, it looked angry and pissed off, and it was squatting down at the back and knock kneed and it zoomed off into the distance. And my dad turned around and said, "That's a Porsche 911," and that that was the mo that was the moment I went, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and here we were here we were sat in a VW Beetle, of course, which which was the the godfather of the 911. Yeah, I was going to say guess. same family so, member. <laughs> so, so you know, here we are. We sat in. I remember the black vinyl seats, uh, you know, basket weave vinyl vinyl seats very vividly. And and I remember just you know, I, I mean, my, me and my brother, our heads turned like you know, like people watching a tennis match, and it was like, wow. It was a real wow moment, and it was a real wow. What what was that? I mean, I, it was like that's weird. That's a funny car, right? It's smiling at the front, angry at the back, super fast, super small. It was smaller. It felt smaller than our Beetle. Um, and the fascination began, and um, and that's 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 where the um, 
that's where things started, I guess. Timeless, timeless existence. Yeah. The fact that it, the, the, the design and the shape and everything that, that, that Singer is about is about that enduring quality and, and persistently consistent, right? Is, I think, a way that you would say it? Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, neurotically and conservatively developed in a very Germanic way um, over 40 years, you know, incrementally. Yeah. Ch we'll change a little bit this year and then we change a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Fascinating, just as, fascinating. As Ferdinand Porsche said, beauty comes from functionality rather than embellishment. Absolutely. The 911 is, of course, true to that. Absolutely. Ways. And, you know, we ask ourselves, why is it so adored and loved by so many? Well, well, you know, it, 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 no other car has has had such an important impact on people's lives because the 911 can become a family member. It can become a good companion. And this is what I always describe the 911 as, as, a, good, as a good companion, because it, it does it. It. it whatever mood you're in the car goes okay i'm up for that we're going yeah, shopping yeah true. i'm up for that we're going <laughs> to the track yeah i'm up for that we're going on a tour yeah i'm up for that we're going to go and pose on king's road in london yeah look good yeah i'm up for that it, it, it's it's a good companion it's the only car you need is our is the porsche 911 arguably you can oh, put your kids in so the back well you, you can put the groceries in the front you can drive across the world and know that the car's not going to break and it will win races what on earth can you compare it to? Nothing is what you can compare it to. Um, now, I, I, plenty of people who don't, uh, who, who don't love the 911 like, like I do and like many others, but you can't deny it. And that's why it's so special. And that's why it's worth the, worthy of this extraordinary, extravagant lavishment that we put on it, in my view. And, and my, my firm contention that there were people who, with sim, who were similarly minded to me who would get what, what I was trying to do. And um, it, looks, it, looks, it looks like that was, that, was a, that was a good thought. Indeed. So you started Singer Vehicle Design in 25 square feet of rented space in a hot rod shop along a grimy stretch of the San Fernando Valley full of automotive junkyards with a yep. spray painted motto everything is important <laughs> yes yes yeah i couldn't have said it better myself yes ex exactly that 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 was i think it was year three when we were um we'd taken over that complete building my my uh my great colleague tim gregorio had a had a hot rod shop that um i rented some space from when we started when we did the initial clay modeling of of, of the first car um and within three or four years, we'd, uh, Tim, Tim was working with us and we'd, we'd taken over the, the building. And um, I remember we were, we were building one of the, I think it was car four or five. And um, it was 11, 11 o'clock at night where I used to stay very late at night once everyone had gone home and I'd walk around the car and I would put, um, I would just check on progress. And I found myself, as I used to do, was, was writing a, a, a post-it note and with an arrow on it. Um, um, this needs to line up better. This uh, this is important, and and I I I, I was so I walked around this car for about an hour, looking at the areas that weren't quite quite uh, ready for prime time. And I stepped back, and there was about twenty five of these post it notes on the car, with <laughs> this this is important written on it with an arrow. And I went, Jesus! And I went, Does this really have to be this? And so I, I I and I wrote on the table in front of me, everything is important. And I thought. Yeah, maybe that's worth maybe that's worth publicizing a little bit bigger. So I picked up a spray can and wrote everything is important in huge letters on the white wall. So everyone would see it when they came in in the morning and it, and 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 I'd see it and we would all know that 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 everything is important. I mean it's it's a bit of an empty phrase in some ways because if everything is important then nothing then, is important <laughs> exactly exactly if you if you want to follow some some del some the, the, you know the, that that kind of philosophy which i which i totally understand but in that moment in that moment everything was it seemed to be utterly important and it was like is this possible am, am i going to drive myself crazy with this um but it is something that is an easy to understand philosophy of singer and it just and it just doesn't mean the cars i mean that, that since i wrote that thing on the wall 
it's meant a lot more to me. It's, it's how we treat our colleagues. It's how we run the company. And crucially, it's how we, how we, how we communicate and, and how we relate to our clients. And, and in many ways, Singer, again, through the 12-year journey that we've taken, yes, we're a car company. Yes, we, 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 we restore and reimagine Porsche 911s. But what we've really done is made new relationships with new individuals on which, through which we have met through the Porsche 911. And it's those relationships that have caused us to, 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 to get wind under our wings and to become a very different company that, it, that is aware of itself in, in, in quite a different way, where we must, and, I, and we, we know our clients very well, and we know that they've got, ex, some of them got extensive car collections and some of them deal with other car companies and some, some of the other, uh, some other car companies let them down regularly with how they're treated. And we don't want to do that. We, 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 I'm determined that, that we will be excellent in all corners of our business. And that, and that means dealing with other human beings, whether it's our colleagues at, at work, whether it's the people that commission our cars. And I think on that bait, that's how you build a company and that's how you build a brand. And it's one-on-one -on -one little building blocks of sincerity, authenticity, and um, just being good good to each other. Um, and I think and I think if, if you, you can build a car company on that, and I think hopefully we're proving it. So the rock and roller becomes, who who hasn't yet finished the first chapter of the, business leadership book has become an expert in, or is trying to become an expert in being a great business leader as well. That's probably well, not a place where you would have seen yourself before. No, right? it's not. I, I, I mean, there, there's no, there's no, there's no business heritage in my family. Well, not in my direct family at all. Um, as I say, my, my, my parents were vo vocational, passionate teachers. Perhaps what, my, my mother was a extremely gifted educate, educator and ran one of the finest schools in England as, as the principal. And she ran a business. She was, she was, she was a teacher, a starter, but, but when you're running a school, you're running a business, you're putting a team mm -hmm. together and you have that responsibility of your clients. And in a school, your clients are your kids. Um, nothing more precious than people's kids. And I grew up with my mother uh, teaching me many lessons about teamwork and, uh, and inclusion and a respect and uh, i watched her build a magnificent school and singer is a school i i think i think singer is is a, is a cut off off that block elm tree middle school in suffolk um as it was and um and good things happen good things happen if you do good things it just, they just do and if you if you're doing things for the right reasons they may not happen as quickly as you'd like you have to be patient you have to be tenacious you have to be bloody minded and you have to be absolutely want it very badly and some ambition is clearly in there and some ego is clearly in there as well i won't i won't i mean it's a, it's a complicated mix of things but i mean when we could have given up i could have given up on 30 40 50 occasions in the last 12 years and going this is just too freaking hard because it's not easy, and I, in many ways, I wouldn't wish this on on anybody. But this is what it takes to create something that that has some has something to it. I think, and it's and it's it is about the cars, but in many ways, it's it's not about the cars at all. It's about many many other things that are, that are just as important. And this is mean. This comes back to this thing that you know everything is important, really, especially in a business. You have to you have to you have to be sensitive to it all. And it's it's just as much about the cars as it is the culture too. And you're forming through your work that you're doing and the relationships that you're building a cultural connection as well, aren't you? Absolutely, and uh, you know, and, and we're, we're 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 meeting people all over the world. Um, we have we have cars in third. I think Deb said we had cars in thirty thirty countries early this this, this morning when I was talking to her, and. Um, we have a voice, you know, we have a voice, we have a point of view and people and people listen to us. I mean, how thrilling, how thrilling to be able to, to put good stuff out into the world when you actually got people paying attention. It's like, it's almost like a bit like being in a band. Um, I was going to say the parallels are fairly significant. Absolutely. That's very, that's the, the, the parallels are extremely similar. Um, yeah. And um, can parallels be similar? 
Yeah, <laughs> metaphors. We'll go with it on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think we know what I mean. Um, yeah, absolutely. I've noticed a lot of commonality and similarity to the to the process of making music and being in the music business and as to doing this. And um, you know, you are you are presenting art. But of course, it's commerce as well. So it's a delicate balance, isn't it? Art and commerce, because they don't they're not necessarily great bedfellows. But um, I think they can be if, 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 again, if the communication and the expectation is set. And um, life is all about communicating and setting expectation, in, in, in my view. And um, that's what we try and do on a daily basis at, at the company. And, and um, we continue to, you know, we, 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 we think we've got a bit of a rock and roll culture at, at, at Singer, which is good. Um, you know, we've had to embrace a little bit of uh, some, some, some good corporate uh, practices as well, because that's why they work. Because, you know, any good company requires process. It's something that we, we haven't necessarily had in the past. And um, but a good a good mixture of both those things, I think, is, is, is going to be essential. After the break, I'll continue my conversation with singer founder and former lead singer of Catherine Wheel, Rob Dickinson. The automobile is one of the most important inventions that revolutionized the modern world in America. The rich history of car culture runs deep as technology continues to shape the future of the industry. Jason Stein, former publisher of Automotive News, is here to share the stories of people passionate about cars, from industry leaders and innovators to car-obsessed celebrities. Buckle up as Jason takes you inside the boardroom, onto the track, and around the bend on Cars and Culture on Sirius XM Business Radio. Welcome back. I'm Jason Stein in Detroit. And now, back to my interview with singer-founder Rob Dickinson on Cars and Culture with Jason Stein. So let's talk about the future a little bit. Um, you have something known as a turbo study that you are just launching. Tell me about that. The turbo study, yes. Something we are thrilled and excited about. It. Um, so the the first 12 years of of, of, of of uh of singer has been has been somewhat of a normally aspirated um story um a big part of the folklore and the mythology behind the the air cool Porsche 911 of course is turbocharging in 1974 Porsche introduced the 930 turbo um as as their luxury grand touring um supercar this new term supercar was used started to get used i remember in 1975 as i was buying car magazine and auto car and motor magazine supercar i thought well, what's a supercar and of course a supercar was a ferrari berlinetta boxer it was a lamborghini countach and it was the porsche turbo and to many people of my age and my generation and perhaps many generations the quintessential porsche 911 has been the 930 turbo that was it was certainly it was certainly on my it was a certainly poster on my wall in the 1970s um and many others and um perhaps it's odd that singer has has has, has become known for for its work on the Porsche 911 for a version of the 911 which perhaps isn't the best known version of the early 911s that we that we've celebrated for the last 12 years are perhaps the lesser known of the breed and the uh, the the rock star has, was always the 930 turbo, and of course it was a fascinating fascinating pivot by Porsche in the mid 70s to go from this delicate, slim hipped, um, um, uh, dainty sports car to this muscular, rubber draped monster of a flared wheel arch low and 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 menacing car the car the car took on a very different demeanor um porsche for me in the 1970s was synonymous with rubber black rubber beautifully molded black rubber which 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 ran around the perimeter of the whale tail ran around the bumpers wrapped these bizarre kind of bellows that 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 were meant to squish together in case the in case the car was hit at, at, at low speed and the bumper could bounce back they called them impact bumpers which were part of, of course all instigated through the american legislation at the time which required cars to survive 
um, low speed impacts. And of course, it, it had this profound effect on this icon, which had, I mean, the 9-11 was absolutely an icon in 1974, it was about 10 years old. And it, it had, you know, Portia had, had, had enjoyed much success from it. And here they had to reimagine their delicate little sports car into something that was rather different. And 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 the the poster child for that was the turbo, which was the wide, the wide-bodied version. And this was uh, this has been a car that our clients have been talking to us about for a long time. A car that's very dear to me. A car that a, a car that fascinated me that I didn't necessarily want. I've never wanted a Porsche Turbo, which, hmm. is, which is quite. I've wanted many other 911s, but not. so here. The, and then, of course, the seed was sown. How can we come up with something that I want? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that's what we've done and 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 so this is the first 930 turbo that um that that um that uh, that was pre presented um in a way that 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 I think I hope celebrates the original and takes it to takes take moves it on but here here we are um uh, presenting a, a a study where we will take the 964 Porsche 911 that we that we've that we've that we know and love and uh, restore and reimagine it to, to celebrate the 930 turbo from the from the from the, the mid 1970s um again a car for, a, a car for us which which um celebrates speed forced induction refinement grand touring um quite different from the classic um car that uh, again we've we've become we've become known for and a good complement to that car i think um and um a, just a different flavor of Porsche 911 from a different era and of course motivated by a very very different engine and of course the possibilities for us to do our thing with such a with such a with such a prospect were so tantalizing and so so what what we show today is is the result of about 18 months two years of of, of study and um and um and we hope we, we we sincerely hope everyone everyone likes it and um we're very proud of it well and in fact uh the car will be running at the goodwood festival of speed in England from June 23rd to the 26th. It will then travel to the Monterey Peninsula in Northern California for what we hope <laughs> will be car week in August of 2022. So uh, yes. very exciting. Let me ask you one thing that takes us back to uh, where we kind of started. There was a comment that was made a while ago on a singer post that said that all the employees and Rob are OCD enthusiasts wrapped in a veneer of a business <laughs> that's cool someone should write that down i yeah. heard that that's very good <laughs> well uh, well yeah yes i mean it's the, the veneer of a business it sounds a bit dangerous i'm sure I'm, I'm i'm sure some people would have a heart attack if it was only a veneer i i think you know we we we, we have we have grown up a lot we have to have grown up a lot, but this is this is what's so exciting, Jason. It's this, 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 you know, what what can Singer do? What what you know, what is Singer, and what do we do with this with this thing that's we've kind of stumbled upon in this very in this rather organic way, and and it and it's and it's it's fascinating, and, and I don't want to let it go, and I don't want to lose the spirit, and I don't want to lose the culture, and I don't want to lose the focus, and I don't want to lose the the reason that we exist um because if we do we, we'll we'll die and um we have to stick to our principle which is a it's a steve jobs principle right mm -hmm. i don't care i don't care how expensive to get that radius on that computer and get it just right mate, because i want it and other people will want it and that is the uh, the philosophy by by which we live um we we have to we have to be brilliant and we only you can only be brilliant if you want to be brilliant because you want the thing that you are trying to make brilliant <laughs> and that 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 is if 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 everything is boiled down to that that is what singer is it's 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 not a committee it's not a uh, it's not a bunch of people st stroking their chins going what would people be interested in buying no it's that's we, we die when we start to think like that it's, it's what do we want um and uh, personally and uh, let's go let's go and chase it until until it's perfect um 
whatever that may be. And of course, um, who knows where we may go in the future, but right now it's the Porsche 911 and this is a wonderful, you know, it's a wonderful shop window to put our philosophy and our vision in front of the world with the, um, with the finest sports car in the, in the world. And, and um, what, what better, what better platform to, 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 to show the world our, our sensibilities. Since this is cars and culture, I'll ask you one more thing, Rob, that relates to culture and kind of goes to my own passion that is beyond a 911, but let's, it's music. And in a 2007 interview, you said that members of Death Cab for Cutie and Interpol told you that without your work, their bands wouldn't exist. That's an impressive form of culture and lasting culture. Don't you feel? Uh, yes. I hope it's true. I think, I, th- I, th- I think it, I, I would, ho- I would hope it's true. I think um, I would, I would, I would. Um, yes. I mean, I, I, I learned, I learned yesterday that um, Billie Eilish is, I mean, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish has sung two, two cover versions of, 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 of two songs I wrote. I mean, yes. I, 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 it was just bonkers. I, I, I texted a friend of mine last night and going, I'm telling, you know, he said, dude, you've, you know, you've got, you've got the biggest pop star in the world singing your songs and you've got Porsche building your engines. Um, <laughs> I, I That's think, it. Th- End it right I, I there. Think, <laughs> I think, I think you've won. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like I've won anything, but I, I, I was, I was there on the floor of my bedroom trying, tr- trying desperately to keep fit doing some sit-ups and I, and I lay back going, yeah, I guess that is quite cool. Isn't it? Yeah, but, is um, cool. I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's our foot is on the accelerator and, and these little moments go by and I'm not very good at appreciating them, but um, maybe I should. And uh, yeah, if the, it, it, I, I think, I think that we made some wonderful music as a band. We didn't sell, we didn't sell enough records to keep our record company happy, but we did make some wonderful music and, and um, I'd love to think that we'll revisit that, that, that music again in the future. Um, I think we will. And, um, and, what joy to be with another in another band of of, of like-minded individuals messing around with cars i mean it, it, it life 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 doesn't get much better well i'll tell you uh, you you mentioned um uh, you know reaching a certain nadir and 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 uh, and an apex of of careers when billy eilish is then reimagining her 911 i think the circle will be complete rob well, she's a she's a car girl, which is so fantastic. She loves cars, and um, and uh, she drives around in a Dodge Charger. I think it's just fantastic. Um, so who, who who knows? Maybe we'll build her a car one day. But uh, it's very cool. Love it. Thank you so much for being on the program. You are part of Cars and Culture, and I appreciate the time you've spent here. Thanks, man. It was a pleasure. Thanks to Singer Vehicle Design founder Rob Dickinson, and thanks for listening to Cars and Culture. You can follow Cars and Culture on LinkedIn and Facebook, as well as on Instagram at Cars and Culture SXM and on Twitter at Cars and Culture. I'm Jason Stein in Detroit. We'll see you down the road.